we gon' give it to you. What they looking for, y'all? What's up, y'all? This your boy, John. And welcome to the Dope Content. Starting me, John. Your host, Damo. And in the Dope Content, we gonna be talking about sports, worldwide events, and various topics. So stay tuned. Turn up your radios and get your headphones adjusted. Yo, 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 we back at it again. Yo, yo. Episode two, your man Daymo. Germ. What it do, Germ? Cooling, cooling. What's up with you, player? Man, it's cool for real, man. I mean, outside, it's, it's real hot. I mean, it's good weather. It ain't hot, but it's actually it's some looking, good weather. Looking good out there, if you ask me, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's summertime. It's almost here. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm ready. Me too. Yeah. So, man, um, Last week, you know, uh, it was Emancipation Day. Okay. And, uh, uh, you know, that is a day that's significant for us as uh, African Americans. Because that was the day that uh, <coughs> was free. And um, with that, uh, I was just, you know, looking at doing some uh, research on uh, Emancipation Day for D.C. Because actually, as me being a residence, of Washington, D.C., I should be more, you know what I'm saying, involved in what's going on as far as our history as uh, African-American. Yep. But, um, you know, all, that was basically uh, when Washington, D.C., 1862, and uh, actually nine months before uh, Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation Act, we was actually already free, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. basically because, you know, the federal government controlled Washington, D.C., and uh, that's basically, you know, what was, to me, what made it some significance out of everybody else. Washington, D.C., we was uh, 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 free. Yeah, well, D.C. had, like, borders, so it was, like, certain parts of D.C. that was free and certain parts that wasn't, so that's why it was so easy for D.C. to be free. Right. Like um, from like Georgetown all the way to LaFont Plaza way to like Florida Avenue and all of that, like all of that, they wasn't free. You know what I'm saying? Because like Florida Avenue used to be called Boundary Street. Mm. So like after that, like after you pass that, yeah, you might find a few free people over there. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, because back then... I remember hearing a story from Ella Holmes Norton about her great-grandfather, Richard uh, Holmes, that he was a uh, runaway slave from Virginia. Oh, okay. And when he came to Washington, D.C., he was free. And the way he was free, because at that time, they needed black people, slaves, to build Washington, D.C. So when he came, he was at a job site. So one of his uh, slave uh, holders came by there and called his name out, Richard, Richard. And he was, like, sitting there like he ain't even know him. <laughs> <laughs> like, he probably was, like, sitting there like, you won't, you won't, you won't get me. I'm going to study this too much and too long for anybody to turn back now. So, you know, he called his name out, and, and, and the, the guy that was he was working for, he said, you didn't even call, uh, you know, he's not even responding to your name. So basically, him being already a runaway slave, him coming to D.C., it just tied into 
Well, what was going on? I mean, that's how they caught you. Mm-hmm. Because if, if they called you and you looked, <laughs> yeah, you mind. Come here, man. Yeah, Come here, guy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But if you didn't look, yeah, the, the, you working for somebody, you're going to say, man, stop talking to my workers. Let them get back to work. Right. Because back then it was like saying it was like 11,131 free blacks and 3,185 were slaves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, we was like branded. Yeah, that was like you ran away. You know what I'm saying? And then somebody crossed the border with their slave, come over there and see you working, and you see your man that you was just slaved with. And like, mm-hmm. that's messed up, man. Right. And make it work, make it even worse. Back then, every state, but since we wasn't a state, had a slave code. And it's, it's, it's the thing about the slave code was that it was founded back in uh, 1640 through 1860. It was like every state had its own slave code, body of court decisions. All codes made slavery a permanent condition and herded through the mothers and slavery a permanent condition. Mm. So being property. It was like real estate. Yeah. Merges weren't legal. None of that was legal under the slave code. So, so by then, uh, uh, the, by the Southern code, it was moderate. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. they was trying to say the slave code in D.C. was more, more actually more stronger than the ones in the South. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, but by that time, uh, in 1962, that's when, you know, the President Lincoln signed the uh, the conversation for slave owners, you know, the Emancipation Act, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That freed uh, the slaves. So right yeah. there showed us some history about uh, uh, a slave code. Yeah. I mean, speaking of slaves help building this place, you know, like Georgetown University students, they are, um, well, they just had a vote and the the, all the students are agreeing with this, but they waiting for the school to come through with the decision. And like all of the students, what they basically want to do is, it was 272 slaves mm-hmm. sold by Georgetown University. You know what I'm saying? So the students, what they going to do is come out of their pockets and pay $29.20 Per student, per semester. You know what I'm saying? They're going to pay that. I don't know how long they're going to do this for, but that's what they want to do. And that's how the kids want to thank these people for building this school. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know what the school is going to do about it, but... The students, they are proving they they all for it. You know, that that balance out to probably about what fifty nine, sixty dollars a year mm-hmm. for the kids. You know what I'm saying? And um let's just see what the school do. Cause they've been trying to do this since like it started with this particular one like back in 2018, but they've been trying since like 2013 mm-hmm. to think, like they even renamed buildings and all of that on the campus. 
mm-hmm. to try to thank these people. You know what I'm saying? The students, the students, they 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 want to know their history of the school, but it's it's up to the school. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the kids, they they fifty eight percent. That's over half. Fifty eight percent of the student body voted for this. See what I'm saying, uh, Amo? Mm-hmm. So they want to give reparations. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's definitely because just to uh, see some, as far as racism in Georgetown, when I was looking at, they, did you know, the, the colors of the, uh, of the sports was uh, uh, gray and blue. And that the gray and the blue uh, was significant because they were saying they was backing Confederacy. You know what I'm saying? So they coat their colors was basically the same colors as the actually, you know, uh, the Confederate uh, soldiers, and, and that's what their colors represent: gray and the blue. So, so people, us wearing that, we don't even do. We that's what I'm saying. Know your history. Do you even know <laughs> that the colors you representing <laughs> is racism? That's that goes off the. There's a lot of things as blacks so that we don't really pay attention. It's just more for fashion, but. Just to that, you were saying reparation. Uh, it was a uh, president candidate, Marie Wilson. Oh, yeah, I heard about her. It's definitely, uh, 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 I've been uh, uh, investigating her and, and trying to fill her out with, and, and the things she came, was coming from. And one of the things that was on the platform was free public schools, university, health care, and a, a, a new deal that was going to be a reparation for like well, a total of like, a hundred billion dollars for our slave reparations. When when you say um, schools, what you mean? Do you mean like high school? It was more. It was more like uh, colleges. Colleges. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. So she said, "You say this going to come up to what? A hundred billion? It totally should be a hundred billion dollars." All right. So how long do she plan on giving out this reparation? It should be over. I think it was like a, a ten year. Period. Ten, ten years span. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's all right. So what's that like? Ten, ten bill a year. Yeah, she said a hundred billion for the a total. You know what I'm saying? Ten billion per year yeah. for slavery reparations. Oh, okay. That's include, like you said, the other things that was put. Yeah, that's with including that. free school, huh? Right. So for us blacks, we can't, we can't, uh, can't go. Uh, I mean, I, do you think that's a a, a strong? Um, uh, person to like get behind because that's like a, a real big topic for us, us as blacks. Get behind somebody that really is going to really give us the real 40 acres in the mule that we deserve. Because like they were saying, uh, China gets over what, 22,000? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, I, think I think that's like a year or something. A check. Yeah. Uh, it might be a lifetime check. They, they get that like a year or something, I believe. Uh, I don't want to go on record saying it, but, but um, I know she's just trying to be like somebody that we was discussing earlier, mm-hmm. um, Mr. Howard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, who Howard University is named after. Yeah. You know, and he also believed that education should be free, especially yeah. for black people. Yeah, uh, General Oliver Howard was definitely significant for us also, you know, D.C., because, you know, he was the one that uh, bought Bray Farms 
yeah. from the two husband and wife couple. Yeah, he did know? a lot for black people. And, and uh, I just uh, noticed that also it was a uh, call, it was a group that he was aligned himself with was called uh, Republican Radicals. Republican Radicals. So it was a, it was a group right there that was for uh, 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 blacks, basically black issues that was going on in, in the South. And, and they, they, it's just that they didn't have no type of, far as in, in, in court, no representation. So them guys, they was like, because, you know, at, the, at that time, really, uh, I'm sure uh, people might and might don't know that Republicans were for the blacks at that time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and the Democrats was more racism, yeah. Confederacy, yeah. and white people. Yeah. Because Andrew Jackson was a slave owner. At that time, he was a vice president just before, you know what I'm saying, during the time of uh, uh, Lincoln. He was, all, he was a, a slave owner from Tennessee that owned slaves, and he was a part of a lot of the reasons that a lot of bills weren't being passed at that time when uh, radical, uh, the radical, uh, uh, the radical, um, Republicans. Radical Republicans. <laughs> you got in the brain freeze. But radical <laughs> Republicans. <laughs> That's why he didn't back a lot of they uh, 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 things going through Congress at the time because of, you know, Andrew Jackson. He was a, a, a slave owner, and he they, a lot of them want slaves to be, you know, what I'm saying, continue because they was making money. Yeah. So if you making money, a lot of whites like uh, uh, they wanted to pass a lot of the laws, but they saying that if you get behind them, they said it was like saying that they're gonna make a lot of blacks lazy. That's what they think. Like if you if you if you do basically a lot of laws for them, uh, I think the uh, Confederate Army was more like they they was opposed against that. But at the same time, Lincoln also was at times sided. You know what I'm saying with them because of pressure of the other whites that like yeah you're the president of the United States and you're not gonna go all the way. See they don't you know what I'm saying they want to continue to oppress it. So it's yeah. like they don't want to go all the way. Pro like he pro black, but at the same time, fair is fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and see, that's why I feel like they don't want to really give us reparations and none of that type of stuff because they feel like we already smart enough. Do they want? Do they want us to take over the world? Probably don't. You know do, what I'm saying? Right, do we want to take over the world? <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. If did you know when this country was founded that they gave away money to everybody that came over to this country mm. while we was already here? I know that one. Yeah, that's how they populated. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what you talking about? Yeah, man, so uh, we about to be right back at y'all, man. I'm about to go into this commercial break. Dope content, man. We'll be back at you. Second half. Get it in. The dope.
we gon' give it to you. What they looking for, y'all? What's up, y'all? It's your boy, John. And welcome to the Dope Content. Starting me, John, your host, Damo. And in the Dope Content, we gonna be talking about sports, worldwide events, and various topics. So stay tuned. Turn up your radios and get your headphones adjusted. Yeah, man. That dope content. We back at with you, man. Yo, oh, yeah. Host Damo. Yo, I'm back at you. Yeah, man. Hey, hey Damo, man. Yeah. I was wondering if you heard about um, Kate Smith. Oh, yeah. Not, not really too much. The singer, I think she's something. Yeah. Yeah, Kate Smith, she um, she sing God Bless America. Well, she sing one of the God Bless America uh, anthems. And it's played mostly by the Yankees and the Flyers. You know what I'm saying? But um, I bring her up is because she has been called out. Mm -hmm. Because people have been discovering new songs from her. And these songs got a lot of racial slurs in them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She even she even got one song called That's Why Dockies Are Born. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the song. Dockies Are Born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was performed in 1943. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you, that was, that's sad, though. Because the thing about it is another state, New Jersey, just said, that she, uh, uh, they vowed to keep the song. New Jersey, uh, New Jersey Beach Town. They said they vowed to keep the song because it means everything for the American tradition. So while you got two cities that's against this Jersey. Is, is that where she from? Because like Philly, Philly, they saying, nah, we don't want this. You're right. You're definitely right. I don't know where she from. You know, Philly, they only build statues of people that's from there. Mm-hmm. And that's where her statue at. They covered that up. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They covered that joint up. They was like, we don't want no parts of her. So I don't see why New Jersey won any parts of her. Oh yeah, because they said we are we are an urban community as opposed to some of the beach resorts. And on any given night, we have 50 to 60 cultures represented on the board while all having fun. So if anyone don't want to hear Smith Redemption of God Bless America, you can leave the beach. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. They crazy. So he, that's what I'm saying. That's what he, this is the person who owned it, <laughs> the owned the uh, boardwalk. He's saying this. So he the owner of New Jersey Shore Town. You know what I'm saying? So well, she, she had in one of her songs, and I quote, it say, Someone had to pick the cotton. And I quote, someone had to plant the corn. And I quote, someone had to slave and be able to sing. Well, yeah, when they, that's, that's sad. That's vicious. That's straight. That's really straight to the point. Because it's a lot. Was it one of the uh, song? It was a song that was recently uh, uh, wanted to be changed. What was that? Uh, uh, um, 
America, America. Something dealing with that. That mm-hmm. song was changed. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, it's still, you know, racism Racism is still exists, man. So, yeah, um, I believe her statue is outside of um, the Flyers Stadium. But the Flyers, they say um, they don't want nothing to do with her. You know what I'm saying? But um, speaking of hockey. Yeah, Yeah, man. Caps (laughs) took a bad one last night for those Caps fans out there. I'm one of them. They took a bad one. It was a two to five loss. Yeah, they got it. Yeah, you man. Know. It's, it's tied up. One more game is back here. Yeah. So that's going to be the uh, uh, deciding factor of that series right there. The the Stars, they closed out their series yesterday. Mm-hmm. Zeke and uh, Dak was there, I believe. Oh, yeah. Sharing popcorn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For all yeah he was throwing yeah. the popcorn in his face. You saw it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was really throwing the popcorn in his face. I don't see what's wrong with that. I mean, you know, you know, but the stars closed that series out, one to two, which was the final score. You know, and today you got the um, the Maples versus the Bruins, mm. and you got the Golden Knights versus the Sharks. So, for you hockey fans, you might want to stay tuned for that. We here talking about playoff basketball, man. And I heard earlier you was talking about playoffs, NHL hockey. You know what I'm saying? So last night, it was a play. Uh, the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? The uh, get right to yesterday. The Bucks and the uh, Pistons, man. How, how you think about that series? One twenty-seven, uh, one hundred four, and they uh, put the brooms out. And let's go to the next round, babes. Oh yeah, man. I I like the Greek freak. That's my man. As my man Cook Quan call him, he call him KD two point oh. I I like him, man. Once he develop his little three, I was on. I mean, yeah. It's going to be on and popping. He, he dominated. He had, what, 41 and 22 last night. Did he? Dominated the whole, uh, uh, who was who, Blake Griffin? It didn't matter who was there. It ain't matter. <laughs> like, the freak show why they called him the great, the freak, huh? Yeah. What are you talking about, man? Man, but, man was, did you see the play when they tried to leave him the lane? Oh, yeah, yeah. Who was who he? They, who they, they told him to on? shoot the three. They told him to shoot the three, shoot the three. He, and he took, like, two steps. It was already Yeah, who the was rest. sitting there? I forgot with somebody, some fool was sitting right there in the middle of that one. Just, I guess he wanted to go head up or try his hand. But it was a certain stat that stood out to me. Actually, it was probably, like, two of them. It was points in the paint. Points in the, points in the paint. 62 to uh, 42. And uh, total rebounds were fifty-four to thirty-six. So yeah, that's that's like that. That's like that. That mean they ain't have no defense down there. How you let them get all them points inside the box, and you supposed to have Blake Griffin? I mean, well, you also you had R.J. Drummond. He, he was in foul trouble a lot. That's another reason why the points in the paint. I think. Was like that, even though he had, he only had 15 points, you know what I'm saying? Only had uh, uh was that 12, 15 to 12? I think they need him to step up, but they uh, I think the Bucks gonna have an okay future if they keep them two together, which I don't know if they could. They're gonna need some help because Jackson did okay, but enough of them bums, they gone. But the Bucks, you already know, I think they're destined for uh, uh, 
what at least uh what you think they going all the way Eastern Conference? Uh who they going to have to play next round? Toronto? <laughs> They might could beat Toronto now. I don't know. Your boy gonna have to be way out there. Oh, yeah. Your man, uh, 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 Kawhi. Oh, yeah, Kawhi Nunt. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They gonna have to uh, look out for them. And what was the, the the other game was the uh, the Utah and yeah. the Rockets. Yeah, man. Did you what? What you think about that game? Man, I I think that series already over. Honestly. Even with the victory, of course. I yeah, mean, man. Of course. What, don't Houston play the next game at home or something? Yeah, they up 3-1. So yeah, the Houston just wanted to beat them people at home so they ain't had to travel far. I think it was, <laughs> yeah, I think it was more for uh, uh, respect. I mean, because, you know, it was... Yeah, you know, the Jazz, Jazz not a bad team now. Man, they got a young team. Yeah. Mitchell had 31 points. Uh, a Crowner had 23 points. And Favors had 12. Rubio stepped up with 11-18-11. I think for real... Rubio, okay, that might be. I mean, this is probably his like they said. This is probably his best playoff that he ever played. I think. Yeah, yeah. So, do you think that's a uh, they could address that? You think that they need because they Mitchell gonna need more help. See, Favors is okay. How 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 Utah win and what they forgot about this and this is why they losing that series is that they they win off passing. And what they tried to do is, and that's what everybody do when they play Chris Paul. Because Chris Paul is an isolation player. And once he isolates your whole team and mix everybody up, everybody think they can do what Chris Paul did. And, they, and you can't. Shows you right won't. They show, but, but they did actually beat him in total assists. It was 24 to 14. Yeah. The team assists. Right. But Chris Paul itself, yeah. Because they got back to what they do. They got Pass back the to ball. passing the ball. There you go. That's why it shows right there. It's, it's, it's definitely going to do that. Look, they had 52 rebounds, bro. Yeah. 52. 52 points in the paint. Yeah, and 52 rebounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm all saying? All the points was in the paint. Yeah, 16 offensive rebounds. So guess how many of them was all on when when they miss? Mm. The rest of them was when you miss. Yeah. All right? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that series really is over for real. But it just is what it is. What you think about that? Uh, uh, two to uh, two games they got going on uh, today: the Magic and the Raptors. With the Raptors, I think up three to one. How you like that series? Um, that's that series is all right. I think I think Kawhi and them just gonna finish them off tonight. You know what I'm saying? Well, they motor combat, huh? They motor combat. Finish him. It's over. Yeah, it's over. I think all they was trying to do was just wait till they get back home. You know what I'm saying? Like, when when I see playoff games and the series go 3-1, that's what I look at. I be like, oh, they just that other team just didn't want to beat you on your home court. They wanted to show you some respect, but watch when you come to my house. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's all I think that is. I think the Raptors just wanted to show them some respect and not beat them at their own house. And the same thing with the Sixers. Mm-hmm. And I think the Sixers just didn't want to embarrass the Nets. Because, I mean, the Nets is just like um, Utah. They're a young team. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like they not balling. Them youngers is balling. You know? But, yeah, we respect y'all enough not to sweep y'all. 
But guess what? When you come back to my house, I'm going to have to go ahead and put you out. <laughs> you don't play no games in playoffs. You know what I'm saying? And then that's all that is. How do you feel about this um, this Spurs Nuggets jump? Oh, yeah, yeah, man. I, I, I like that series. I mean, you know, for my man Mac, shout out to my man Mac, the, the Spurs fan, the only one around. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he like to hear that. He always talking trash about, is they better without Kawhi? Is they are? Uh, which one is it? You know what I'm saying? But for Mac purposes, you know what I'm saying? Even though he wasn't expecting, I guess, these Denver Nuggets young guys coming at y'all like that. But, you know, like I said before, I feel like the uh, Pops and his experience should override, I think, the, the youthful. But at the same time, Nuggets is playing step for step with them. You know what I'm saying? It would be an upset. You know what I'm saying? But you can't really say that because at the same time, the Denver Nuggets is the uh, the highest seed. You know what I mean? So, 2-7. So, there you go right there. So, Dang. I mean, so at the same time, it's really is it really considered an upset? No, but it is considered an upset because the Denver Nuggets probably ain't played the playoffs probably since I think the Allen Allison, uh, Carmelo Anthony, yeah, Allen Iverson, Carmelo uh, Anthony team. What's that? Marcus Camby and all that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Nay Nay. Yeah, that's that team. That's about, about yeah. You might have been a couple years out of. That's good. Something like that. <laughs> probably. You probably like a couple of years out of high school. Hey. 2012 or something. I don't know. You was a, yeah. So, yeah, but definitely. Uh, uh, so, speaking of like young teams that's trying to get rid of these vets, what you think about Portland and Thunder? Mm, the most inter- one of the, the interesting series. Um, Damon Limit has come of age, man. Uh, in all uh, different ways. Because, you know, at one time, you know, both of them was considered, at, actually, Wall and Bill one time was considered better than both of them. Yeah. So now the ties has turned. Portland, Leonard is living up to his name, and he getting the, uh, the best of uh, Michael Westbrook. So if, if you Russell. get Russell Westbrook. So, you know, uh, who would you, I mean, who would you consider, do you think right now he's playing the best uh, basketball as, in a, as a point guard? Man, Dame Lillard is like that, man. I like Dame Lillard. And, yeah, he he playing better than Russell. Right now he is. You know what I'm saying? And I like Russell. Like, both of them is my man. I, I'm kind of upset that Russell and PG-13 didn't do more. I thought they was going to at least go out in the second round. I didn't think they was going to go out in the first round. You know what I'm saying? But they going out in the first round. And they making it look like a catwalk. They not, they not even putting up a fight. At least the Spurs is fighting. They was a seven seed, and they fighting, they fighting a two seed Giants. That's what the Spurs doing. You know what I'm saying? And the Thunder, they sitting down here and letting these people kick them in the face. So I, that that's my most... Disappointing one for me, man. The Thunder Jump. But um, I want to know J.O. I mean, Damo, because they don't know you by J.O. You might do. <laughs> I want to know, man, how you feel about this NFL draft, man? And I need to know, who are your top ten players, player? All right, number one, Arizona Cardinals. I'm going with... 
Kala Murray. Kala Murray. But because the strange thing about that was that you know he, Rosen was at was at the um, the uh, workouts today. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he showed up at the workouts. So I don't know. I doubt if they're gonna be in a situation they're gonna draft two quarterbacks. Could it be? With, with, uh, could it be that they could focus more on defense and surrounding themselves with Rosen? Yeah, because that's all Rosen need. He's going to need a supporting cast. But Kyler Murray fits uh, 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 Cliff's Bird's style of offense. You don't know if Rosen fit it yet. Well, I'm going to go with that. And uh, number two is going to be Nick Babosa. Babosa, okay. Mm-hmm. Three, Jets. I'm going with Jaws. Allen, the best pass rushing defensive end from Kentucky, I think. Mm. Pass rusher in the in the, in the draft. Just, just he is. In my opinion, you know what I'm saying? I, mean, I don't I don't down it. You can't debate that one. Huh? I can't debate it. Cause I mean, him it's gonna be a tie between him and Nick Bosa. But one thing about him, I, I think he probably got more strength than Bosa. And mm. Bosa got the quickness. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? That's that's if you ask me, right. from from what I see on the tape. And my um, yeah, that's yeah. my number uh, four pick for the Raiders is uh, Quentin Williams from Alabama. Okay. Number five, Tampa Bay. I'm going with a much needed situation. I think is uh, linebacker. Linebacker Devin White, uh, LSU, big guy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Basically, I wish. That he will fall there, but I doubt if he's gonna go with the Redskins gonna go at. And uh the New York Giants, I'm gonna go uh quarterback from Ohio State, Dwayne Haskins. Haskins. I'm going with him. Or, like I said, if they want to so called build a self around a old washed up, I believe, maybe got one year left, <laughs> Eli. <laughs> They can go the office alignment from your school, uh, t- uh, Teller. Oh, Jawan. Yeah, if they go that route, I can say that. If they go on that route and say, okay, we're not gonna go quarterback, we're gonna go something to build around for maybe the draft for next year. If they gonna go that route, but I still say quarterback, even if it's upsetting Eli or whatever the decision should be made, I still believe that. They should draft a quarterback, but like I said, if they are, they're going to build themselves around the offense and probably go ahead and go with that, and they need help at wide receiver, but there's no wide receivers in this draft. It's probably going to be up there. Okay, number eight, uh, like I said before, I, 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 Detroit Lions need a lot of things. Some people say they need a quarterback. Some people say they don't need one. Some people say they need wide receivers. Some people say they need pass rushers, but if I'm going that direction, I go. I might have to go with uh, Martez Sweat. Martez Sweat. Defensive end from defensive uh, end from uh, 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 Mississippi State. Okay. Another person that I want. He came from the school from Preston Smith. They 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 got nothing but pass rushers and linebackers. They they defensive loaded. Yeah, uh, I know yeah. about Sweat. He he pretty solid play. And uh, number nine, I probably I would go with number nine. That's um, the Buffalo Bills. <clears throat> that's, that's gonna be rough because they need a lineman and they need some. They need some. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, tight end. No offense from our. I think they need some 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 uh, uh, 
some help out there. You yeah. know what I mean? Josh Allen. Or, but like I said, they could, they could go offensive linemen as well in that position too, which they need to probably build around Allen. But I would probably pick a tight end. I think that's going to offset uh, what they need up front for speed. And number 10, I'm going to go Denver Broncos. Like I said before, this should, should be a can't miss. Drew Locke from Missouri. Even though I hope he won't be the next Jay Cutler, because that's the, that's the last time the draft <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They had, they had Jay Cutler from the SEC conference, right? Yeah. Vanderbilt, right? So I think they, I ain't saying he compares to him, but as far as a quarterback that came out there that was like coming out of college with accuracy and hype, it was Cutler, right? Yeah. All right. So we just hope that he don't. Go through the same, you know what I'm saying, follow that and look up to that type of stuff. But that's my top ten, man. All right. All right. Mine's is a little bit different from yours, but we got a couple of similarities, you know. So with my first pick overall for Arizona, I think Arizona should go defense. You know what I'm saying? Defense because the quarterback is fine. You know what I'm saying? They just got, like you said, they got to build around them, see what they working with. You know what I'm saying? And in order to see what you're working with, you got to keep your quarterback on the field. You know? So that's why I'm going defense. Nick Bosa, San Francisco, they're in the same situation. They got a quarterback. Quarterback just need weapons around them. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about San Fran is what? Quarterback can't stay on the field because the defense giving up points. So guess what? You got to go defense, too. Quentin Williams, number two. Mm. Number three, the Jets. The Jets, they got a running game. They got a decent little quarterback. You know what I'm saying? But the quarterback got to run. He got to be able to run for his life before he can throw the ball. So that's why the Jets going to get some help on offensive line. They going to get Juwan Taylor, Mm. Florida. That's how you going? That's how I'm going. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, the addition of Crowner, that was a great addition. Yeah, Yeah. and that's what I'm trying to tell you. Stay healthy. They're going to go offensive line so that quarterback can sit back there for a while. You know what I'm saying? And the Raiders, the Raiders, the Raiders, the Raiders, they they need everything too. But they got three first-round picks. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So guess what I'm going to do with my first pick if I'm the Raiders? I'm going defense. I'm going to get somebody that's going to hit this quarterback. And I'm talking about hit the quarterback. Oh, I already know what you get. So I'm going Josh Allen. Ooh. Ooh, the Raiders. To the Raiders. I mean, well, you know what? And think about it. I looked at that. You know he went number 99 in college, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he going to the Raiders, J.O. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell you that. Then for Tampa Bay, this way, me and you, we, we, we agree on this one. Because Tampa Bay do need a linebacker. And Devin White will be the perfect fit for them. You know what I'm saying? So they just got to pull the trigger. Yeah, that might be one of their best linebackers probably since who? Um, 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 what was my man that used to be back? I mean, he was okay last year. K1 Alexander. Well, K1 still played. Yeah. Who, who, who are you talking about? That, that, like, talking about Brooks? Yeah. Derek Brooks? Derek maybe? Brooks. You think about that, Earl? Yeah. He can he can be there, Dirk Brooks. Mm. He got the body feel for it. 
And he can play, yeah, play pass rush. <clears throat> he can play whatever you need him to play. He's kind of like Miles Jack. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All right. Now, this is where things get, this is where people shake up at on my board right here. Because with number six pick, I got the Giants getting Kyler Murray. Mm. Yeah, I got Kyler Murray falling to number six. Mm. That's interesting right there. Yeah. I mean, you trying to shake up Eli. Yeah, I'm shaking up Eli. Mm. Pay action with Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I'm going to shake up Eli. But that's going to shake him up. He going to think. I don't care. But see, do the Giants want that type of pressure? Yes, they do. We could apply the pressure. Because, see, all they got to do is shake up Eli with this first pick, and then when they get to the second round, draft the offensive lineman. Bam. Problem solved. See what I'm saying? So that's why the Giants going to draft Kyler Murray. Mm. Jacksonville, everybody know Jacksonville need a quarterback. Who don't know that? So they going to get Haskins. Ohio State. That's who going to get Haskins. Jacksonville. Oh, that's how you going? That's how I'm going. Even with Nick Foles in the, in the mode? Man, don't nobody care about Nick Foles. Oh, well. Nick Foles can't even play a whole season. Mm. Well. See what I'm saying? Mm. The same thing with the other guy that played for the E. Carson Wentz. Can't even play a whole season. Mm. See what I'm saying? Sweet. All right. Now, Detroit. Uh-oh, it's about to be another superstar shakeup in Detroit. Because with the number eight pick in the NFL draft, the Detroit Lions select Drew Locke, Missouri. Oh, Locke. <laughs> Shug it up again. So you, what you going to say about so what's, what's Stafford? What's going on with that? What you mean? Are you saying, he, well, I mean, Locke ain't going to, he going to sit behind him for a year. Man, probably. Locke, Locke, he'll probably sit behind him for about five games. Before he take his job, mm. he gonna take his yeah, job. So you trying to say Detroit ain't gonna be that good? Detroit gonna be all right. They gonna be all right, but who they got? They in rebuild mode. They just got rid of Golden Tate. Mm-hmm. All they got is defense. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Buffalo. What's up, Buffalo? <laughs> you know what y'all gonna get? Y'all going to play some defense in Buffalo. No, y'all ain't. What Buffalo going to do is Buffalo going to try to keep their quarterback up straight. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. They going to try to keep that quarterback I up I, straight. I think, was, I think I know you going to talk about. I'm going Jonah Williams. Can't go, can't go no better than that. I think it's going to be probably about five or six Alabama guys probably go first round. Yep. They going to get that Alabama. Jonah Williams. Mm. That's who Buffalo going to get, because that's what they need. I wish we could get that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's possible Jonah Williams can fall, because a couple of these teams do need defense too now. So, like, a couple of these picks can flip. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Giants need defense too. So mm-hmm. not only do they need the help, like, see, the, this is what the Giants got to worry about. They got to worry about if we keeping Eli, how we going to keep him up? So is they going to get an offensive lineman? 
oh, man, if we keeping Eli, we got to make sure the defense can get off the field so Eli can keep the ball. So now they got to draft defense. See what I'm saying? There's a lot of different ways they can go. Jacksonville, same thing. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville, I mean, they, they need a starting quarterback and they need a backup quarterback. They need a running back. They need a wide receiver. They need a whole linebacking core other than Miles Jack, right? Mm-hmm. They need some front folk on that defensive line. Only person that you trust in the backfield is Ramsey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, Jacksonville can do a lot there, too. Same with Detroit, you know? Mm-hmm. But back to the countdown. Number 10, I got Detroit giving your man Vaughn some help. Because Vaughn going to need some help. <laughs> so Vaughn Miller about to get some help with Ed Oliver. Mm, beast. That's gonna look like Demarcus Ware and Von Miller closing on you again. Mm. So they ain't gonna. So they. So they don't need to address the quarterback situation. You say corner, quarterback, quarter. I mean they. They got a young quarterback too. You see what I'm saying? And see what people fail to realize, when it comes to them young quarterbacks, you gotta get them time. You talking about Broncos? Yeah. They got Flacco. Oh, yeah, they do got Flacco. Who was <laughs> their other quarterback? I don't know. They had the young guy at first before they traded for Flacco. Well, That's who I was talking about. Yeah. Flacco, yeah, they, they probably can address the quarterback thing, too. But I don't think Drew Locke, any other quarterback, you're going to have to get him in the second round. Because after them top three right there, them other dudes, you'll pick too rich for them. You're going to have to fall back some. True. You know what I'm saying? Because I already got Drew Locke, Kyler Murray, and Haskins off the board. So Broncos, you saying they're going to go D? I got them going D with Ed Oliver. Okay. Well, since we did the 10, let's get both of our perspectives of our teams and who you think we're going to draft this Thursday. Well, we don't draft Thursday. Yeah, that's right. Y'all don't got the first round to the trade. So, uh, for me, since we got the 15th pick overall, oh, man, it's rough. It's going to be rough. I, like I said, I want, I want a wide receiver. I like Marquise Brown, actually. They replaced the slot, but they, they don't want to do that because of uh, Trey Quint. But if, which I doubted, both of my quarterbacks is already most likely could go in the top 10. You know what I'm saying? So if one of them happens to fall down, I would, I would like Haskins. I would love Haskins. But the reality of it, Daniel Jones from Kentucky is probably be sitting right there for us to get. Because definitely you got uh, – we're hearing about Colt McCoy had a third season, a, a third surgery on his leg, and he missing OTAs. So that shows any sign of, like I say, if we thought of going uh, uh, D-line, which, I like I said, I like a, a – Pass rusher also right there, but the good ones ain't probably gonna be gone. But that shows furthermore, I say quarterback, and most likely Daniel Jones from Kentucky will probably be right there for us to uh, get because after Locke is not there and Haskins is uh, ain't gonna be there, and um, you know the constellation prize as they say will be Daniel Jones. I you know what I'm saying, 
He said, uh, they actually, I don't know if you heard, they were saying they were trying to compare him to Eli Manning only because of the smartness of him knowing the playbook and knowing how to read because, you know, Manning didn't have a cannon of an arm. I'm sorry, I'm not a big Eli Manning fan, but he never been a smart player to me. I mean, Peyton Manning, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton Manning. It was comparing Peyton. It was comparing his smartness to Peyton Manning. I know for a minute, y'all about to oh, who he talking about? He got to be talking about Peyton because Eli don't show no resemblance of his brother in that. But they were trying to say, uh, uh, far as that, uh, Daniel Jones know the playbook. He's he's smart. Um you know, just like uh, comparing to uh, Eli Manning, but he could be there for us. But you know, of course, if if, if somebody was gonna be there, I would like Brian Burns from Florida State. He would be a nice uh, uh, D in to replace Preston Smith. So definitely, I go with that. Well, if you ask me, what I think y'all should draft, I think y'all should go O line. But the ones that they gonna be gone. <laughs> Nah, it's it's still a couple of them left, man. But they ain't that they ain't that boy from Florida, and they ain't that boy from Alabama who gonna start in right away. Yeah, you got um Cody Ford. Cody Ford is like that. Cody Ford, he he really a plug and play player. He like you ain't really gotta really do too much with him. And you got uh Garrett Bradbury. He a center if you need a center. You see what I'm saying? So, like, uh, yeah. But for the Cowboys, man, I know what we need, but I don't know what they going to do. I think what they going to do is either go Debo Samuels. Mm. I like him. NC State. Or they might go. Debo Samuels. Yeah, yeah. Or they might go Taylor Rapp. Oh, from Washington. Safety. Now, y'all don't need no help out there. You know what I'm saying? You get, yeah, y'all don't want that. I love that's, that's I love to see that, but uh, y'all don't need no more help. <laughs> what you mean? Man, let y'all chill. Y'all don't need him. We got to draft somebody. Look, y'all need to draft a, a, a quarterback. No, we don't. <laughs> we we too busy trying to uh, re-sign Dak. Right. Re-sign Zeke. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean that, that, the quarterback is actually, I like that. Debo Samuels, if he did. And if, if that guy, I'm going to tell you who else I, I I would like to have, but he most of a second round, if he make it, is Hakeem Butler. He's yeah, I, I nice. like Butler too. 6'5". He basically like, passing, uh, he like remind you of a, like a probably Dez Bryant style. Not yeah. fast, but he could, he good in the red zone and can catch over the middle uh, real good. And on, on deep patterns, he can get separation because his size. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So he's a good uh, player as well. Well, you know, J.O., we're yep. we almost out of, out of here, man. Episode two. Any uh, last words you want to say to him, man? Hey, man, I, I just think that we need to get out active. You know what I'm saying? I think we need to get our act together as people, especially black people. You know what I'm saying? We want all this respect and all this reparations and all this stuff. But you can't get it when you got news going around and 
Washington, D.C., about your Hebrew preschools. Mm. Well, I heard about that. What's, what's going on with that situation? It's a Hebrew school in Washington, D.C., called Washington Hebrew Congregation Preschool. This school have a couple of claims of sexual abuse. It's a preschool. You're sexually abusing children. Mm, mm, mm. So, so what's the qualifications? What's wrong with that? All right, so I don't know how to say the guy's name. I'm bad at names. I don't want to butcher his name. So I'm just going to say the guy's last name, Mr. Early, the accuser has been accused of touching these kids. And the first time he was accused of it, back in September of 2017, nothing was done about it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it continued to happen from 2017 all the way to uh, almost a whole year to August of 2018 before somebody actually filed a, a, a real report. Mm-mm-mm. So the reason why this case is opening back up is because this guy is doing it again. And the director, Deborah Jensen, who fails to follow D.C. laws, which is... And I quote, if the child is not a, over an age of, I want to say 13. Let's just say 13, because preteen is really what it states. That's how old. Yeah. Any, anyone that's not a preteen must be, like, if you at a daycare mm-hmm. or. Parents with yeah, yeah, supervision. You must be attended with two adults. Oh. Not just one. So they fail to follow DC laws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just seeing, just some information on it. Just the Washington Hebrew Congregation was founded uh, April twenty fifth, eighteen fifty two, in Washington DC. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's so been here a while. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Hebrew, yeah, the Hebrews is a definitely big. You know what I'm saying? It was formed with the uh, you know what I'm saying Jews. So basically, that's how you know they started together as one. You know what I'm saying? So, hey. So, uh, yeah, man, that was a good uh, way to finish off, man. Education, plus on helping people accountable for what they do. Yeah, you got to hold people accountable. And everything, definitely. If we don't, as a people, if we don't broaden our horizons, if we just let things like that go on, as far as our system and education or anything, we need to, you know what I'm saying? Get things straight, man. Excellent show, man. Check us out next time, man. We'll be right back with you. The dope, dope content. We out.